Podcasting from inside of a marketing agency, this is the Marketing Department Podcast, where we have candid ideas and curated content for the everyday marketer. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Marketing Department Podcast. My name is Eric. My name is Zeke. And we're going to be your host today. Today, we're going to be talking about leadership and leading your team to the new norm. Zeke, obviously, everything has been super crazy. We haven't even done one of these since all the COVID-19 stuff has happened. Shame on us and our lack of discipline. I know. I know. It's literally the word that keeps coming up. Anyhow. We'll do better next time. We'll do better. We'll start Monday. <laughs> well, hey guys, really though, this has been a crazy season for us personally, running running businesses and just how it's affected the world. And I'm sure all of you listening have experienced the exact same thing. We do feel like we're on a path to getting back to norm, but the new norm looks a lot different than it used to more than likely. And that could be used as a good thing or that can be a bad thing. So we want to talk about how to lead through this season. So we want to talk about a couple of things right up at the beginning is just remembering some leadership advice that we've had through this season that has been really important to us. And one of the things that I, it's really my favorite quote that I always go back to. There's a a pastor, his name's Andy Stanley, but he's also a business leader and coach. He has a quote and it says this, it says, if you always do what you've always done, then you'll always be where you've always been. So that is basically saying, if you keep doing the same thing you've always done, you're going to end up in the same place. Say it again. I would like the hyena. Oh, my king. Ooh, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you always do what you've always done, then you'll always be where you've always been. Yeah. So it's this is simply a call to action. This is a call to do things differently than you used to do. I know that there's things internally here at, at our marketing agency where we are, we have to change. We're being forced to change because we we can't go back to doing things the way we did. Or if something like this were to ever happen again, we would simply be stuck. So Zeke, I know you've got a few. Talk to us about some of those. Yeah, this I've learned so much in this season. In fact, I'd probably say as far as leadership's concerned, I feel like I've learned more in the last two months. So we're recording this mid-May 2020, if you're listening to this later. I've learned more in the last two months as far as leadership and business is concerned than I may have since I got into business, period. And so I've learned so much. One of my favorite things that I've learned is from Winston Churchill, who I've kind of given him the name, the father of crisis leadership, just so wise. In World War II, people looked to him for everything. He was so good at what he did. Not only was he good during crisis, but there was something about him where he was able to really have a gauge on when crisis was looming and there was something special about him. And so there's so much we can learn from history. Of course, we've never seen times like these necessarily, but we can look back in history and kind of see, hey, how did these guys lead back then? And what can we do now? One of my favorite things that he, one of his most popular quotes is, a pessimist sees the difficulty in every opportunity and an optimist sees the opportunity in every difficulty. And it's all about perspective. You can literally turn into a victim right now, or you can step up and say, no, I'm going to do something right now. I've heard story after story of people deciding to use this time wisely to look at it and not be down, but instead turn it into something. So I heard a story yesterday of somebody who's typically in a job where they're just kind of called when they're needed, Mm -hmm. but because of the nature of the business, they can't do it right now because of everything going on with the coronavirus. And so they've decided to go get their real estate license. They were smart. They were good stewards with their time and they went and did something useful during this time. So they seized the opportunity. They did something about it and they did they didn't just get down, but instead they turned it into something great. Yeah, and looking at some of those 
some of those things from the past, you know, we look at 08, the recession that happened then, some of the businesses that came out of that. One we talked about the other day, Venmo. We used Venmo yesterday. Somebody paid for lunch and we, you know, paid them back. Well, that came out of that recession. And so people choosing to use a hard time to start something new is, is incredible. So. Yeah, that's awesome. We have a tendency to be forced into creativity to make things work in seasons like these. And you've heard us talk about that before. And we've kind of been, we've kind of had to do that ourselves as well and make adjustments. We've been forced into creativity and I think it'll forever change us for the better as a company. I agree. Okay, let's talk a little bit about trust building. You and I have talked about this a little bit, but the difference in quality and quantity when it comes to trust building with your team or with clients. Let's talk about that a little bit. Sure. I'll be honest. I heard this on a podcast recently, and this was on Don Miller, his podcast, Story Brand, which is incredible, by the way, if you haven't listened to it. But it's always so good. The content's incredible. But this point in particular was talking about for your business, you know, there are some people who like quality time, but as far as getting, building trust, quantity time is more important. There was a season for me in real estate whenever I was in a non-compete with another agent and I had to stay in my area and work specifically in my county where I would have liked to spread myself out a little bit, but I was forced to not spread myself in. And because of that, I was in front of the same people all the time. It was quantity time. Trust was built and they were able to call because they trusted me. Right. Yeah, it's so good. So with that, you know, talking about the quality, let's talk about quality a little bit. When we're talking about trust building, talk about how teams and organizations can work on their quality a little bit in this time. So some some businesses still aren't open. Some are still 25% you know, capacity. They're not fully back in swing. Everybody's kind of got a little bit of downtime right now. Talk about the importance of quality. Sure, absolutely. Well, it's hard. Sometimes... Well, most often you either are quantity or you are quality. And we're trying to find this perfect marriage of the two right now. But ultimately, quality is our first priority. And so identifying what quality means and setting a standard for quality is something that we've decided that we're going to focus on during this time. And not only that, we're going to figure out every little detail, every little intricacy of every efficiency, every process, everything that we're doing to make sure that we become a company that does what it says it's going to do. And so we want to make sure that we provide quality work day in, day out. That will help us get the next deal. That will help us get the next client. And so if we can pair that quality with quantity and do it with all of our clients, yep. we'll be unstoppable. Right, absolutely. And what's what I love about this time is it is forcing us to take the next step. So right, we, we've always said quality. That's been a word that has been around our organization forever. We want to be an organization of quality. Where we're having to deep dive into that, and while we have this time to kind of build some trust with this within our own team and, and, and outside of that, is to take a deep dive and say, what does quality mean? What is the definition? Because my definition is different than your definition is different. So-and-so's definition. Everybody's definition is different of that word. So we're actually being forced to deep dive, which will ultimately build trust within our own team, which will definitely build trust with our clients. Sure. I think if if I might add, McDonald's standard for quality is going to be completely different than the steakhouse on the square here in our little town, their standard of quality. Absolutely. You know, they have a, hey, this is the bare minimum that we're willing to do because this is what we stand for. And this is this is the type of clientele that we want to attract. Right. And so we don't go anywhere else. This is our bare minimum and we only go up from there. Yep. That's so good. So good. Okay, let's talk about our next one here. So we talk a little bit about profit versus sales in this season. 
you know, I, I know that one of the things that oftentimes business owners will look at, I know that I've been guilty of this for sure, is looking at some of the things that may not necessarily matter as much as you feel that they do. You know, always talking about what's our what's our revenue this year, what's our revenue last year. But in a season like this and a time like this, uh, the amount of sales don't matter near as much as the profit does. So give me give us a little bit of background. Sure. I heard, again, in that same podcast from Donald Miller and StoryBrand, the, the guy he had on was just incredible. This was so wise, so, so wise. And he talks about the fact that the sales create cash flow, but profits create sustainability for mm, a company. That's, that's the game changer. So we have a tendency in times like these when we're scared to death. Oh my goodness, we got to go sell more. We got to go sell more. We got to go sell more. There are people out there who can sell like crazy. Yep. The difference is the ones who can manage what they've sold and do something with it to have some sustainability in their business. Ooh, that's so good. Somebody hit the rewind button. The rewind button still thing? I don't. I, I don't think no so. Idea. All right. Well, no. just get your Casio out. And hit the rewind. Button. <laughs> that's good. I mean, that's so good. And then the, the same thing, you know, again, that I've been guilty of before is is being super proud of how many people I have on a team. You know, it's like, man, our team's growing. We're getting bigger, bigger, bigger. But that doesn't necessarily always equal a one, a healthy organization or two, something that is going to lead to profit. Uh, It will probably be the result of having more sales, but it doesn't necessarily lead to profit. So taking a deep dive and looking into those things in this season is really important. So that's just kind of where we're at in this season. Okay, I want to let's switch gears a little bit. So we're talking about how do we lead our team in the new normal. So we're going to talk a little bit about what we are doing different post COVID-19. I mean, still, we're still in the middle of it. Obviously, it's still a big deal. But it feels at least in the area we're in, it feels a little bit like we're getting right over the hill and about to start heading down. So we're going to talk about being back to the basics a little bit. So one of the things that I would say that that we did a really good job of when we first started our agency here was networking in person. So we we I, we were part of every organization, went to all the meetings. Uh, you know, there's a chamber here in our town that does great work, and we would go to all the chamber luncheons and and all that stuff. But at some point, we kind of like ah, we're busy. You know, meetings creep up, and then we just kind of stop doing those things. But realizing the need to be around people. And this kind of goes back to that talk a little bit about the quantity time is just huge. So there are some things that we just need to get back to the basics on. Zeke, you have anything you want to share on that? Yeah, absolutely. I think with, you know how when you make a new buddy or maybe you started dating somebody new or something like that, it's easier to spend time with them because it's still exciting. Yeah. Same thing when you're starting a new business, it's natural for you to want to go to the chamber meetings. It's yep. natural to want to go to the networking luncheons because everything's fresh, everything's new. Well, then stuff gets real. Right. In fact, sometimes it gets hard. It's not as exciting as it was in the first place. And now you're having to make it a discipline, but you know the importance of it. So you've got to make it that discipline and it will be a game changer. Yeah. It's a little bit like fitness, you know, where it's, you know, like how important it is and how, how much it can change your world if you stick to it on a, on a regimen and you continue to do it. But it's when we get ourselves in trouble is when we're like, ah, a little too busy to do that today, a little too busy to do that. But if we make it a core thing that we do every day or on a weekly basis, at least from a networking standpoint, then we're able to really get those relationships and get back to the basics of that. So, That's good. Okay. So let's talk a little bit about communication now. This one is, I know we kind of put it in the middle of the podcast, but communication, I would say this has been probably one of the biggest things that we've had to work through during the season. And so has the rest of the world. Hence why Zoom is probably worth billions of dollars right now. So 
tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. So one of the things that I learned early on, probably from some podcast or some pastor or something, during this time, while we're all working from home, you've got to step up your communication game, probably by 10 or more, depending on where you're at in the first place. It is hard right now to communicate in the sense that when you're in an office, you can run by somebody's desk, talk through something real quick, and then move on with your life. Well, now it's not that easy. You're forced into communicating more. We're having to get creative with communication. There is no telling. I've never believed that I would be meeting on my computer all day, every day, like I am today. But it made me appreciate the fact that this has forced me into a new way of thinking for communication. And quite frankly, our organization needed it. Mm -hmm. Um, We needed to step into this arena and There's no other way sometimes for me to do something other than jump right in. And this certainly forced us to do it. And so Zoom has changed everything. And right now we're trying to find, we've got some people back in the office by now because of the way we're set up in our county. And then we've got some people who aren't back in the office yet. And there's more challenges. But when this is all said and done, in the end, because of how we've naturally had to step up our communication game, Boy, Hattie's going with us, and we're going to do it in the next season. I love the fact that we're back in the office, but we still do Zoom meetings from our office. Yes, we do. Well, we're trying to play it safe. (laughs) That's right. Trying to play it safe. And we got... We got some people still at home, and so it, it makes it it makes it fun with the uh, feedback from the microphones and everything sure. else that goes on. But so a question along those lines is: How are we going to be relentless about communication when things do get back to norm? So you know, at some point, just like how we stopped networking at some point mm-hmm. or severely you know came back on it, how do we keep our continuous drive for more communication, better communication when things are going to get back to normal? Yeah, I think just like anything good in life that doesn't come natural to some people, you've got to set up two things. You've got to you've got to do two things. You've got to make it a discipline, and then you've got to set up accountability to do what you said you were going to do because you knew it was worth it. And so if communication is important, then we will make it a discipline. And not only that, we'll put structure in place to hold each other accountable to ensure that we're doing the communication that we said we were going to do. Yeah, that's so good. And actually, I'm going to go to a new topic here, and we're going to talk about using our time wisely. It, it ties in with that directly. Something that we've been doing with our time is, you know, we've been talking through core values again. You know, we had a set of core values, but this this time has really caused us to rethink those. You know, one of those things we're talking about is just being relentless about communication. And, and starting with those core values is an unbelievably efficient place to start when you're talking about communication. So talk a little bit about that and like the importance of core values. Yeah, absolutely. I think for us, we've been struggling to identify exactly. I don't know that we've been trying to identify who we are necessarily, Mm -hmm. but how we operate. Uh, We have certainly been trying to identify how we operate internally, how we operate as far as anything client facing. And so really digging through those core values, identifying what's important to us and not just your normal you know, integrity. If you don't have integrity or do certain things, you shouldn't be in business in the first place. That's right. And so these are things that you really have to think about and really dive deep in to make sure this is who we're supposed to be. And when people think of Green Fox or when some new employee comes in, they're able to see that this is who this company is. This is how they operate. And I'm excited to be a part of it. Yeah, absolutely. And so with that, you know, we're going to talk about some more things that we could be using our time wise with. Again, some businesses are still in a downtime and can be using this time to really 
define a lot of things about who they are. So talk some about those things. One of the great things, I'm going to mention Winston Churchill again. One of the great things he did was he, for really the world, but certainly for Britain, was to redefine hardship. And when he was able to redefine hardship, it made something click inside of people's minds where they could look at it and go, you know what? I got this. Yes, this is hard, but this is who I'm going to be. Despite how things are, because this has been redefined in my head, it doesn't have to be this way anymore. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to redefine who I am moving forward, and this doesn't have to bring me down. Yeah, that's so good. That's so good. Learning to have fun on a consistent basis. So prior to this, we have fun. You and I have fun all the time. Yeah, sure. Uh, We're big goobs and, you know, just look for fun and everything. But we didn't necessarily make it like a intentional looking for fun for our for our team as a whole. Sure. And so one of the things that we've been doing in this process is, you know, we've been we've been looking for ways to have fun simply to keep the team bonded together because we don't have that in-person interactions that happen because our office is a pretty fun crew. Everyone just kind of laughs and makes jokes and hears things and, you know, people fall out of chairs all the time. Okay, I mean, that's okay. enough of that. Okay. <laughs> uh, and so, you know, things like that just happen. But looking for intentional times. So here's an example of something that we've done through this time is we started doing a Zoom happy hour. Yes, so we have. On Thursdays at four o'clock, we have shut her down. We shut down the work and we said, nobody's working. We are literally everyone's on a Zoom. And it's been like, like I've had to have a couple conversations like, hey, this is a requirement that you come to this. Like sure. this is part of our work simply to build that fun. And so we do happy hour. And what what has come from that is something I didn't realize would come from that is not only are we getting to just hang out as a team, which is what the goal was, but we're really getting to know each other on a personal level because everybody's at home. So for instance, you know, the other day we had one of the people on our team give us a tour of their house. Like we, we, we know that they're proud of their house and, and we've heard them talk about it. We're like, Hey, give us a tour. So her and her husband, who we don't know that well, they both just said, all right, we're going to give the tour. And we just literally watched like a 30-minute episode on HGTV or something of a tour of this house. Yeah, And that was a lot of fun. We're also getting to know people's spouses, you know, that we didn't know before. And this is giving us an opportunity to do that. Another thing that happened through this time was, uh, well, my birthday actually fell. April 23rd, it fell through through this process. And the team surprised me with a drive-by birthday party. So that was cool. Everybody drove by in their cars. And this was like kind of at the the bad part of COVID. And so everyone was like, well, hey, I'm in my car. See you. Happy birthday. Uh, one of our guys rode on top of a minivan. That was incredible. While wow. some inappropriate uh, music. Was it playing. was Keith Sweat. Oh. It was nobody but Keith Sweat. I don't was, know you're, you are correct. It was in okay. a, it's the 90s R&B. I got a great idea, by the way. Oh, I like it. I yeah. Like so for the next happy hour, mm-hmm. I think we should all draw names. Mm-hmm. And whoever you draw, you have to go find their doppelganger. Nice. And then you got to present it. That is actually incredible. Yeah, I I thought of it out of the blue. One of our team members looks like Adina Menzel from Frozen. I think her name is Adina Menzel. That'll work. Looks. <laughs> oh, I got that from John Travolta. I mean, yeah, there you yeah, go. Yeah, anyhow, and uh, I hope I draw her because I don't know who else anybody looks like. Well, we'll figure it out. I'm sure... I'm sure we can figure it out. Okay. So what this has done, though, is we're taking the opportunity to not just say, well, everybody's back in the office, so I guess we're not going to do that anymore. We're looking for fun ways to just continue to have fun. You know, we've been having some cookouts here and there, uh, just having people over and trying to trying to figure that stuff out. But like just really continuing this happy hour, continuing to how do we get to know you know people's spouses? How do we get to continue to know each other on a deeper level? So 
So that is definitely going to be a new norm for us is, is looking for that way. Working out. We started, some, some people started working out. Yeah. You know, we have a big warehouse out back and, and we're able to stay six feet apart and work out back there, you know, and just do it, doing little, little things like that to get to know each other. So um, hold on. That's not a little thing. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. If that it were little, is, then it would be easier to do. That's true. That's true. And it would also be something that we actually do. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's on the calendar. It's on the calendar. We yeah. do. We did put it on the things calendar. and what have you. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, I'll zoom into the next one. Audio only. No, I no bet, video. I uh, bet you but, will. But I'll be there working out. I bet you will. All right. So last thing here, let's talk about celebrating and, and kind of like what that looks like now compared to to before. Like we've learned a lot about our team through this process, through being forced to make some hard decisions where we don't necessarily have the same team members that we had before all this started. So give us a little background on that. Sure. The reality of this season has been not just for us, but for a lot of businesses, unfortunately. Even today, I was looking on the news and there was a line for a food pantry outside of Fair Park in Dallas that was just absolutely insane. And that's the nature of where we're at right now, unfortunately, for businesses. We have personally, for our business, seen things that had to change because of this season. And it's been very, very hard. Hard. The crew that we have has had to step up in areas that we had help before, but we don't necessarily now until some people started to be able to stand up. Specifically, our other owner, so Eric and I are owners, and then we've got a third owner. He has stepped up in an incredible way. He's just been able to handle this. He's he's like a, a duck gliding on the water. His feet are probably going a million miles an hour, <laughs> but you wouldn't be able to tell. Because that is a of, great explanation. Yeah, because of how he operates. I'm so un unbelievably grateful for him. I'm grateful for his wife who also has to go home and, and hear about the challenges that we're, we've been going through in this season, who has also made adjustments in order to see our company through this craziness. And uh, they've had to get creative to make sure that we can operate. Right. And so because of that, and because of them stepping up, we're seeing things on an incline right now, which has been incredible. You yeah. know, times aren't necessarily as scary as they were. It's still very real, but because of the adjustments, because of his creativity and the way his mind works, and our minds do not work that way, yeah. but his does. And his wife there to help him through it all has been so good. And then we've got another one who's just, she's an account director, but I think she's some kind of Renaissance woman. <laughs> it's, it's unbelievable to me. We were in a meeting with her today about something that wasn't necessarily, some of it is her job, but what she talked about today was taking the bull by the horns and making us more efficient and calling us to hire and is absolutely incredible. And she she knocks it out of the water every time. And now she's the type of duck that you can certainly tell her feet are moving under the water. <laughs> she's a game changer for our company. Absolutely. I absolutely love having her as part of the team. But she's she's been writing copy for us because we're in between copywriters right now. Yeah. And so uh, people are having, they, they've been, I like to use the term auxiliary players. People have had to become auxiliary players in this season, and I couldn't be more grateful for, for what's happening. I know there's so many companies where small businesses, they've had to do that. Right. You're not doing what you signed up for necessarily, but 
we're all in this together. We're going to figure it out and we're going to come out stronger on the other end. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. And we're looking at, you know, the, the idea behind all this is that we're able to look at people, not just as a team, which is kind of what we tend to do. We say the word team a lot, team, 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 sure. we are a team, but this is kind of forcing us to look at the value of the, of individuals and not just the value of a team that Green Fox is, but like the value that each individual holds and carries. And, and that's, that's been good for us as leadership to be able to get back to that, you know, um, and reset on that. So that is the end of this podcast on leading your team to the new norm. There is one thing I want to point you guys to, if y'all are catching yourself in a, hey, we don't know how to take the next step as far as getting our business back on track. Things may have been hard. We offer something called a brand assessment, and uh, we'll put the link in the description here, but it's just greenfox.io backslash brand dash assessment. That link will take you to a page where you can actually just fill out a quick form and we're able to show you do a big report for you on where your brand stands online and kind of give you a, a kickstart. So some people just need a kickstart right now. And yeah. this is a great way to do it. So we just want to encourage you to go to that if you're, if you're in need of a kickstart from a marketing standpoint. Guys, thanks for being with us. In the future, you can expect more episodes on things just like this, things such as core values. We're actually going to talk through our core values and how we came to those. And maybe that'll help you guys define yours in the future. And we have a lot of more exciting stuff coming down the pipe. So we'll see you guys on the next one. Hey, thanks so much for listening to the Marketing Department Podcast. We've got a lot of exciting episodes coming up that you will not want to miss. So please subscribe, please leave us a rating, and check us out at greenfox.io.